Welcome to part four of Val Westover as we discuss herbs, essential oils, and water filters. Let's talk about herbs. What herbs would you recommend? And I, I'm sure this is for a whole nother podcast. So let's just summarize it here. I don't want to get too off topic. In fact, uh, you and I, Laurie and Relay, can do a whole podcast. So let's just briefly summarize here. What herbs would you recommend for, let's say, a 72-hour kit or just if there's a power outage for about a month or so? And by the way, real quick, we are not against antibiotics. In fact, I'm going to have somebody on my podcast uh, eventually who is a pharmacist, and we will talk about antibiotics, how to get enough antibiotics for you to last for a few months because some people do need antibiotics or insulin or whatever but right now we're just going to talk about herbs since that's Val and Larry's specialty what kind of herbs and essential oils would you recommend uh, for a long-term storage or if you're going to be out in the woods for let's say a week or power outage I know what I would recommend for essential oils, tea tree, lavender, and frankincense. Those would be my go-to every single time. What about you? You probably have uh, some things that you like. Well, uh, one of the things that we're going to be concerned about in a uh, situation you just discussed out in the woods for a week or so, we're going to make a pretty broad assumption uh, that your diet probably has changed. You're not eating mcdonald's hamburgers uh your cooking may be a little different you may have some raw food that gets ingested or some burnt food so we we have some uh stomach issues inevitably that are going to occur or can yes. occur yes. and uh so one of the primary things that we would maybe look at in this week uh or even a day or two would be to deal with the stomach thing and uh I think that in order to keep a person healthy, if they have a little food poisoning or if they've just not doing well with the food that they're, they're not accustomed to eating, the first thing we need to do is keep the drain open. You can't clean or fix anything if the drain's plugged. So we need something to keep the kidney bladder working, to keep things flushing through to get rid of any toxins that might build up, because if we don't, we can get quite a bit sicker really quite quickly. And it's pretty hard to beat mallow for uh, keeping the kidneys functioning. If we have a uh, dry herb pack, uh, we also have tinctures that are kidney bladder that have a few other things in them besides the mallow. Uh, and we do have videos and whatever on how to make those. But uh, the kidney bladder formula would be one that I would like to have. And it's, it's a, a big share of that would be mallow. And it works really quite well in cleaning out the kidneys and keeping them going. And if the kidneys are working properly, uh, you don't seem to have near as much problems with the bowels as you could otherwise. Uh, sometimes uh, flu or infection can be a problem. And uh, if you have someone that has major diarrhea, uh, particularly small children, a diarrhea can be, uh, it can be life-threatening to a small child in a few hours because they dehydrate. 
And so in this particular scenario, uh, having something that would hydrate them to help them in that sense is, is absolutely essential. So I would like to have uh, some kind of a, uh, some kind of a salt solution. There are several on the market that you could give to a, a small child uh, that would help to, to make them, uh, to keep them hydrated. And uh, I know athletes have various kinds that they like so that they don't have a bunch of water retention, but yet the cells still can contain uh, enough water <clears throat> that they don't get dried out. And uh, dehydration is a, it, it's a, it can be a killer, particularly for young children. And in that particular case, uh, it's pretty hard to have feet having a little rosemary and a small enema, one of the little plastic uh, cups that you could give a little rosemary to help soothe those muscles and maybe a little garlic in there uh, and, and give that little child a little garlic enema with some rosemary in it. And if they are not absorbing water uh, in their stomach, uh, because they have the flu or they're quite upset and the small intestine isn't, that last part of the large intestine can absorb a lot of water and help keep them hydrated until they get their system going again. And that kind of a thing could be life-saving. And so if I was going to have little children, I would want some kind of a uh, hydration formula, uh, some kind of, and it, they're basically salts is what they are that helps the body retain absorb water and put them in the cells and keep it there. And, uh, and something to soothe the intestines if you have a major flu problem. Okay. What about essential oils? What would you recommend? I've already given my recommendation. Uh, oh, frankincense, well, lavender, tea tree. Yeah, the lavender, of course, for burns would be, would be a great one to have. I like spearmint because any abscesses or infection you have in the mouth, a spearmint, a drop or two in a swallow of water and swish it around for a few minutes. There isn't anything better at dealing with infection or abscesses in the mouth than spearmint. And I like yarrow on cuts. You get a fairly deep cut and you put yarrow on there and it will deal with infection and also help to close the wound so that you don't need stitches or maybe stitches aren't available and it will do a reasonable job. And in some cases uh, you won't leave only just a very minute scar, probably better than if you'd had it stitched. I'm a, I'm a real fan of yarrow for that purpose. The other thing that yarrow is kind of good for is it also is hormonal, particularly for females. And if you have an adolescent female that's starting with cramps and she's got to go five miles to, to avoid uh, some kind of a problem, maybe you uh, don't want to be put in a refugee camp or whatever, and you've got to hike five or six miles and she just got hit with a severe case of cramping, Yarrow will settle that down, the essential oil. Uh, the green is better than the blue but they'll both work fairly well. And she just needs to smell that a little bit, maybe put a little bit on her temples or whatever. And uh, it's, uh, it's a very good hormonal thing. So we're looking at, and it will also kind of help a little bit with the 
on the other end with the older women too. So uh, we're looking at things that can be debilitating and uh, that we might might hit us and put a person down that are normal expecting things. And so that would be my that would be my short list. Okay, now let's talk about water just for a few minutes. I know you didn't put this on the show notes, but we, I feel like we have to talk about water now that you brought up spearmint, which is fine. Let's talk about what, what water purifiers do you like? Now, I personally like the good old-fashioned pump water purifiers that you can get at REI. Of course, this is back in the 1990s when I went on, went on a very intensive hike Fortunately, I was with someone that had one. I assume that you can still buy those, but what purifiers would you like? There's Berkey. No, this is not an advertisement. This is just what we like. Uh, what would you recommend in terms of water purifiers if you were in an area or the power went out, the water was bad in the cities, in your city water or whatever? Well, I'm a Berkey fan myself. In fact, uh, all the water here at Butterfly Express that anybody drinks has all been ran through a Berkey filter. Let's have uh, a party. I don't care if it's mountain spring water, we're going to run it through the Berkey, and that's what we do. Uh, as far as uh, I, I don't really know that any of those little portable ones, that one is a uh, whole lot better than another. Uh, I don't have any particular ones that I'm a fan of. I do know that uh, as far as taking toxins or uh, if you're worried about a little poison or toxins or even maybe some bad, ugly bugs or whatever in your water, uh, you can't, you need to strain it and take the dirt out, get the sand and the dirt out if there's any of that kind of thing in there. And then, you know, you can do a pretty amazing job of duplicating a Berkey filter by uh, taking some unburnt wood and scraping the charcoal off of it with your pocket knife and filling a sock with it, beat it till it's kind of nice and powdery, and then dump some, dump some water in the top of that sock and let it filter through and you might be surprised. Now it's gonna be a little dirty because that sock's not gonna take all the little pieces out, but after you've ran a little bit through it, you'll find that it will clear up pretty good. And, uh, course your Berkey filter does that too the first water you run through there you need to throw out uh, because it's a little discolored and kind of strong but uh, you can make a fairly decent filter out of the out of the charcoal you scraped off of unburnt wood powderize it a little bit and put it in an old sock there you go better than nothing yeah so the downside that I see to the Berkey as good as they are and I've actually seen one in action my understanding with the Berkey is it's a five gallon jug that you put on a tank and then it takes what, 12 hours to filter down because it's all gravity. So you're waiting 12 hours. That's why I suggested the hand purifier. You know, Berkey's are obviously great if you have a family and your, your whole family needs water. But if it's just you or you're out on a hike somewhere, or you have to go get something, you're very thirsty, you can just put that hand purifier in the lake and pump it up you know pump it slowly uh, you know it'll suck up the water then you push it down and it'll go into your cup it's like a hose the one that i am familiar with sure uh, yeah uh, so I, I, I don't have a preference on different brands on those my berkey filter though you can buy several different sizes i think my big one does take five gallon 
But if it has good, nice filters on it, it will it will run through five gallon in about 30 minutes. Oh, is that it? Because I heard it took 12 hours to filter the whole all the water in the Berkey. I guess it maybe that depends on how dirty your water is. It, it doesn't take that long in Clifton. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's why I'm glad to have preppers on such as you to clear that information. You've been listening to part four of the episode of Val Westover discussing herbs, essential oils, and water filters. Now stay tuned for part five of this podcast.